the SND Podcast channel, the perfect channel for any style of podcast. We have all different pop culture style podcasts for all of your listening needs. If you would like to start a podcast, you can reach us at sndpodcast at gmail.com. We are always looking for new podcasts to add to our channel, and the topic could be anything you want. So contact us now. Welcome to episode 288 of the S&D Podcast Show. Steven, Danny, and Vin are all here this week, and I want to open the show up with a debate. Now, Danny, you're going to start us off because you're our Nick guy, okay? Okay. But you have to listen to the entire move, and I'm sure you saw it. It was an SNY post, but we got to talk about it because it's an interesting move. And I would want to hear the thoughts because, like I said, you are the you are technically the Nick guy of the show. Um, well, basketball guy, we know, but we don't know. But yeah, anywho, cool. So of course, the biggest news this off season is probably centered around Damian Lillard. Most likely uh-huh. going to be Damian Lillard. Now, if he does, he's got to request the trade, ideally. Um, so the trade that SNY said. And now, remember, listen to the whole deal before you you lash. Because right, yeah, I, I, read, I heard it, so okay. I don't know if it's uh, sorry. Okay, so the Knicks get Lillard, Damian Lillard, but they give up R.J. Barrett, Obi Toppin, quickly, the 2001 and 2023 first-round picks, and then in 2022 and 2024, they each swap picks. Now I think it means that they swap first-round picks, right, Danny? Or is it second-round picks? Or is it? Yeah, I believe it's first rounds. It's first. Okay. I didn't read into it, but I'm pretty sure it's first round. Okay. So Thoughts. it's their best three young players and their next four draft picks. Basically, for, for the best, for arguably one of the best all-around point guards in the league right now. Like legitimate point guards too, not like a LeBron James who plays point guard in the fourth quarter. Right. Sure. So, am am I able to Go talk it, about it or Go, you? Go, Danny. You're, Okay. See, in any other sport, I would say absolutely not. But in the NBA, I would have to think about it. I would maybe try to get R.J. Barrett out of the deal, even though that wouldn't happen. But I would try to get him out of the deal and maybe put Mitch in or some sort. Because the NBA is strictly about stars. You've seen it millions of times that you don't need draft picks for you to be a good team. Like, you need the stars, you know what I mean? It's so star-driven, and you don't need to uh, store draft picks and everything like that to get where you want. Because with the NBA, you who knows? Maybe Damon Lillard talks to someone like in, in free agency and be like, hey, I'm heading to New York on a trade. Come with me, kind of thing. And then you move uh, Randall to number three of that team. It'd be still very solid. And you could always mix and match with, cap space and everything to make it look good it, that's a lot of players it's like the mellow trade all over again so i don't want to get burned with that again hopefully with the right management this time it, it would, could work out but i'm sorry as much as i like those three young players none of them are going to be damian lillard so it part of me would say yes but i would have to try to not get R.J. Barrett in there, but we all know he's going to be the focal point of that trade. So, as much as I like quickly and Toppin, I would I wouldn't mind getting rid of them for Damian Lillard because, as much as 
they are good players, they're nowhere near ever going to be anywhere near Damian Lloyd. So I would have to think long and hard and probably say yes <laughs> just no. because of that. No. Any other sport, I would say no. Boy, now, also keep in mind, so you're bringing on a max deal, a four-year deal. Right. At the end of it, $176 million four-year deal. Right. But the cap space, the Knicks definitely have the cap space for it, right. Lillard, or they would find ways to do it. Isn't the know? cap going up, too, for them? Or are they, or they're not, they, they're not, did we talk, this is what we talked about a couple of weeks ago, where they're not going up yet. I think in the NBA, it's not going up yet, right? They still have a couple of years. Oh, he actually has a uh, option after the third year. A player option. Okay, so. So he has a player option to get out. Right. So, like, I would, in any other sport, I would say absolutely not. That's a lot of players. And we see those trades never really working out. But the NBA is so weirdly different. So, like, you got to give it a shot. I don't know. It's such, it's such a different sport. You, you like, said I, I, it. You said it the best. Um, that um, it's basically the mellow trade. You're giving yeah. up players, and then it says here also uh, designated veteran extension, thirty five percent of the cap, originally reported. Was four years over one ninety six, but due to cap decrease, values were reduced. I don't know what that means. Okay, yeah, that's that's probably my pay grade. But the thing with the mellow trade, honestly, let's be real with the mellow trade. It yeah. wasn't the players in the deal weren't anything serious. I know they were solid guys for the Nuggets for a while, and they did make the playoffs. But you had to make that chance. You had to make that chance to get someone like Mellow. And I, I don't hate them for not doing it, you at, know? At the end of the day with the Mellow trade, the Mellow trade was basically them admitting, hey, we failed during the summer. We took, like, the fourth best right. free agent that summer in Stoudemire. So now right. we're going to trade everybody away. So that way we're going to trade the team away to bring in a star. Because we right. have the Mellow, the Mellow trade failed because Stoudemire fell apart. Right. That and just the fact that the chemistry the of the team went away. They didn't listen to Donnie Walsh, and they should have waited for the next offseason to get him. Right. Now that's what you would do, right? Yeah, well, that's what they should have done, but they were scared that Melo was going to get traded because the Nuggets were not stupid, and they are like, we're going to get rid of him. But even if he gets traded... He's still gonna. Oh right, but be a what free if, agent. But they were regardless. scared that he would have been happy wherever he went. Is like the, the Lakers traded for Anthony Davis, right? Right. But and see, then like, they resigned. The and then they resigned him. Right. Yeah, but that was the thing. They could have done the same thing. They could have just let him. Yeah, see, like, I guess. Like this is like the only sport that's different. Every other sport, you say absolutely not because that's a lot. Of, like the draft actually matters, you know. In every other sport. So it's it's so wacky. Like I, I, think, I think it's I still think it's very much of a pipeline dream because I'm sure I'm sure Philly would be in the mix. All you got to do is put Simmons in that deal, and it's it's basically a done deal, you know. Is it though? Yeah, Simmons is I a head it's... case. <laughs> well, to a point, yes, but, but you you get what I'm saying. Like he there's still has better more, pieces. More val- 
value than than any combination of pieces that the Knicks could give. And like as much as we like all those three guys, they're they're all good, but they're, that's why we're gonna have to send like thirty draft picks over. Right. Yeah, so, but that's yeah. where the Knicks have to go back to, because now's but, the time. the 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 front office is there. So let's go back to that '90s Knicks that trades trades the draft picks because they're gonna bring in guys that are gonna put this team together. Right. But also, if you look at the East, it's wide open. Right. All we need is that one, all like couple All Star guys, and maybe contend with the Nets. And the the one position the Knicks haven't had for ever. Probably since the best last one was probably Charlie Ward is point guard. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Arguably the last good Nick point guard was Charlie Ward. I think you're forgetting Stefan Marbury. Well, yeah, after but he, he painted he the star really, in his head. He, yeah, he didn't really do much with us, unfortunately. But yeah, <laughs> um, I'm talking about I who was, actually did something with us. I was so yeah, Stefan Marbury was fun. And if or, it wasn't uh, for Nate his Robinson. shoes, I would have never rooted for him anyway. His uh-huh. <laughs> Five dollars shoes. His, yeah, ten dollars shoes. Um, <laughs> those were yeah, so bad. They were terrible. They yeah, but we went like once second. every four months to buy new ones, and we bought right. like seven pairs every time. It's we like went. those jackets that we all had that were just you, they were done after one season, but you just kept going back because they were twelve dollars. <laughs> right. The, wasn't right. it Columbia, well, Syracuse, and St. John's? Stephen Barry's, right? Wasn't Stephen Barry's. Yeah, Stephen Barry's. The hoodies. Um. Yeah, hoodies. Ben um, Wallace had I, stuff too. I think the you if you, you have to do whatever it takes to get him without giving up Randall and then hopefully well, he brings, Randall wouldn't be in the deal. I know because it's not. I mean, it, the fact that you're saying that and it's so obvious is extremely dumb. Because in any other sport, you'd actually want good players back, right? But I mean, he's it's all about but, young controllable assets if you're right. going to give something away like that and just, so, it's just the yeah. way it is ideally you get Lillard and then he brings somebody I don't even know who's a free agent this offseason but he brings somebody and then Randall is your third you still have Derrick Rose you know oh, you, yeah, some... you have to re-sign Derrick Rose uh, okay so then maybe you don't bring back Derrick Rose well, yeah, it, You're gonna, it's, you it's, could bring back Derrick Rose because it's going to cost you nothing to bring him back. Yeah, well, it'll be like saying. next to nothing unless the team like blows him out of the water, which is not going to happen. Right. And like, he wants I mean, to he be played well. He, right. he played well this year, and, and Dame's tips. more of a two guard anyway. I mean, to be completely honest. Well, no, he's, he's they, a guy. He's like he's he's a, he's the he's the point guard coming off the bench, and then unfortunately, you know, <laughs> we finally over. gave up on Peyton. Which they should have done months ago, but they See, did decide to do it game three of the series, and it was. You know, it's right, an Derek interesting Rose. name not being thrown in there. You know, is Frank. Well, Frank's a uh, restricted free agent, so yeah, but that's a guy you can, can sign there, and then you have your defensively point guarded guy while you're rebuilding. In Portland. See, the thing is, I don't think anybody likes Frank. Nobody it's likes Frank, so... but I'm just thinking of guys that <laughs> we could throw in there that isn't R.J. Barrett. Right, it's Phil Jackson just being Phil Jackson. It's just like, all right, this guy was 19 at, in this French league. So one of the greatest podcast moments of all time. I can't believe right. the, Frank, the Phil Jackson era actually existed. I mean, right, it's like it never happened. That's like a nightmare. It's, 
Yeah, it, it, and they're like, all right, this guy could be something. He's only 19. How many points did he average? Nine points? What? And then you see him play, and you're like, oh, God, why? But um, we'll see We'll see what happens with that. Like, like, It was funny. Like, the Photoshop, um, DraftKings photoshopped it on Instagram last night or yesterday. And it was um the City Edition jerseys. And I, I sent it to a few Nick fans that I talk to on a regular. And it's like, this would be the only time. It, this is the only time I actually love this jersey because they photoshopped it with Damien. And you go, I'm like, I would even get this jersey with his name on it. That's how much I – getting someone his caliber would be just awesome. And another player we can think of is, is a local guy. That's a very far-fetched as well. If we're going to get far-fetched, we might as well. Another guy we should have drafted instead of other players is uh, um, uh, Mitchell from the Jazz. Local guy. His dad's a scout and, for the Mets. And, and Wade is kind of like – I don't think he wants to be here. Dwayne Wade just right. took over some part ownership and like yeah. So, uh, it's, but what? It's, but it's, what do you what do you change in the deal to bring in Mitchell? You probably just take off like it's still it, it revolves around RJ Barrett, so you probably just take off like I don't know quickly. Yeah, yeah. you just drop one of the guys, or you drop one of the picks. Like it's just it's on. It's not a terrible. Terribly different package. Yeah, it's probably pretty much the same. Or maybe you just drop the swaps. That's and he it. has the same thing coming up. He has a five-year, $163 million. Well, it's a four-year with a player option for the fifth year. One, right. two, three, right. four. Years. I mean, he's obviously – he's good. He's not as good. I mean, ideally, he's like – Yeah, but he's, so the thing with he's him a little is he's younger. He's like five years younger than him. Like five or no, six I'm years younger. Yeah. He's 24. And Damien's 30, right? Damien is 30. Yeah, he just turned 30, Damien. Like 10 days ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, I knew it was around the, around there. So, see, this is this is the different thing. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's going to be a fun... It's gonna, And the Knicks also have two draft picks this year. So it's the second Maverick pick from the Porzingis trade and our pick. So it's it's in the mid-teens, like late teens and 20s. Okay, so like so it's not like so they're gonna 19. still have a first round pick, right? It's just a matter of which one are they giving up. The Mavs pick, yes. So I don't know. I'm excited to see. Um, have you guys been watching uh, some pieces of other playoffs? Unfortunately, by the way, if hurt, uh, so. if they trade for Mitchell, he gets a 15 percent trade kicker. Oh, okay. So. I guess that means he makes more money if he gets traded. I guess that he makes probably sense. Probably gets like a trade bonus. Or something. Well, the, well, there's probably taxes wise too. I don't know Utah's taxes, the state taxes. Well, he could I'm do sure. what what's his name did for the on the Giants, what John Ross did. Right. Just don't pay New York taxes. Just don't put your address as New York. Right. That's true. <laughs> but still, but you get you get taxes for where you play. I still. We talk about that, like that becomes a topic in almost every free agents thing, and I still don't know what the answer to that question is. <laughs> because there's no, like, this isn't, this isn't a normal thing where they ask you on your taxes, like, did you, you know, work in this city for this amount of time? You worked in every city, so I don't, it's, right. it's just, I need a tax accountant. Yeah, like, we should get, works with athletes. Should, right. For sure. I need to call like Rich Paul or something. 
<laughs> or Jay-Z. I think he's I'm a little call. Yeah, I'm gonna, but I'm going to call him. He'll, he'll take my phone call. I got a guy. Who knows a guy? He's got another got, guy. Yeah. So, yeah, let's let's wrap up basketball. Um, Were we on the pod when the Nets lost? Just quickly. That, that game was awesome, unfortunately. Well, depending which way you were rooting for it. But that was, Kevin Durant's foot, man. That was that was crazy. Yeah, and then, I mean, he was... It was just basically him by himself, unfortunately. The guy that I've always loved is Joe Harris, and unfortunately he decided to, like, have the worst playoffs ever playoff series ever so that sucks I, I was just listening to the end of the game because it was the same night as the Mallinder game that we went through right, right, right. and I just caught the end of, of the game I literally there was like six seconds left when I turned it on the radio and then he airballed the last shot and I was like that's disappointing now at the <laughs> time I didn't know oh he you didn't know he missed the game so I was like yeah. oh this is going to be like a meme and you know, KD airball is going to be the new thing, but it, people, you know, yeah, respect the fact bro. that he got them there in the first place. Oh, dude, yeah, it was it was like five on one. It was it was like five on one, and then Harden was just half himself. It it was a fun game, but yeah, I was so, I was flipping back and forth. What's the situation with them? Do they are they staying together? Is there a well, all three? Yeah, they have one more they, year. They're still under contract for another year, right? One more year. Year and then next yeah. year, all hell can break. Right, 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 right. All hell can break loose. Like, so, so basically, we're go. going, we're going, we're bu- blowing up Brooklyn if nothing happens next year. Yeah, potentially, yeah. <laughs> um, so. I, yeah. Or at what point in the middle of the season, when you know Kyrie's not getting all the attention like he always get, like he only wants to have, do they tell him, okay, we're going to trade you now because you just want, oh, you're not getting any attention, so you're okay. taking in. So here's the thing with that. I, you can't tell me, and maybe he's a crazy person, so maybe. The earth is flat. It's true. What? The earth is flat. Right, that's what I'm saying. The earth is flat. You can't tell me he came into the situation thinking he'd be the main attraction. There's, it's an, it's not possible. When he you came here, he may have that thought he had a conversation it. Conversation with Kevin Durant in the hallway at the All Star game and said, "I'm going to be the number one. You'll be the number two. He's not that delirious. I mean, and maybe the fact he also that he's thinks the world three, is flat. I know, but maybe the fact that he's number three now, but is is an issue. I, that's possible, I guess. But you can't tell me that he, he walked into this expecting to be the main attraction. It's impossible. Nah, it, it, we all know it's Katie's team. Everybody knows Katie's team. Right. So, like, so, I think at this point of his career, I think he should be okay with being number three. It's still very awesome position to be in, and he's in his hometown, so he's he's living life, and he's just that different guy. That's that we all know about. So it's nothing like if anything, like he decides not to want to play, that's on them because they know what they got themselves into. And it, and you know how everybody, every all pro athlete is with that caliber of situations. We've seen it. We saw it with Odell. We've seen it with Jonas right. Cespedes. We've we've seen it millions of times. So you you can't get mad when you get burnt. You know. But you just... also like with them. I think they knew. Obviously, they know the situation. They knew this was kind of their, you know, warm up year. Now they get a whole off season to. Tinker with what they want. Yeah, to the next with. year they'll, they'll now. Now they, they could bring win, like, in a bunch of the the guys around them that they want. Right, whatever veteran minimum and role player guys they right. want to bring in. 
And then, and not only that, is they'll find a way to win 60 games if they stay healthy. So, well, that's yeah. yeah, they have to stay healthy. Nobody yeah. listened to LeBron. Nobody stayed healthy because nobody listened to LeBron. That's what he said but, today. Yeah, of course. It's all <laughs> yeah. about him. The other thing is, like, they can, when you have three of them, like, they can just rotate who sits each night if they wanted to. And, like, right. you can each play 50 games and be healthy. Right. What game is tonight while we're recording? The, uh... Uh, the Eastern. No, no, it, yeah, Eastern was last night, so it, uh, it should be the West Coast game. Oh, yeah, no, game five's tomorrow. They said Giannis is unavailable, but the game is... They said doubtful, know. but we'll see what happens. The, yeah. I mean, oh, Atlanta, Atlanta went off without Trey. Right, but Giannis, yeah, Giannis, it's game six tonight in the West. Right. Suns could look to win game, again. Second game in a row. Did you see Just that they're back? like... Yeah, he came back. They're the team two, I'm rooting I for. I think they came, definitely... I think he came back for game two, Vin. If I'm not mistaken. Who? Really? Chris Paul, right? Did he play game two? No, game three. Oh, okay. Game three. Okay. I know he was no, he cleared miss... going into game two. I think it was, but it was too close to game. But Kawhi right, is, is Kawhi's out, right? Yeah, he's been out. It's a it's a knee issue. So. But the well. the Orlando going off without Young in the lineup yesterday was huge. Well, their offense is uh, very potent, as we've seen. So, they picked a um, good night. <laughs> the only thing that this year has taught me is that I don't like basketball. And that's fine. Is it because LeBron's yeah. not in the finals again? No. You're it, upset. I, that was always my reason. Like, I think... why, am I, why would I watch the entire playoffs when I know it's going to be LeBron against the Warriors? And obviously, that, that wasn't the case this year. But I know it was going to be... It just sucks. All the big injuries happened like the last. Everybody week. got hurt. But yeah. I'm, I'm, I really hope the Suns. I hope I still the Suns. Yeah, I hope the Suns make make it and find a way to win. That'd right. be cool. I would. I'm not against the Clippers winning it because then it's just the big middle finger. Because the Clippers are trying to get out of the Staples Center. Finally, they're trying to get their own oh, really? identity I didn't in know LA. That. Yeah, they're looking to build some sort of like. Smaller, not not like a high-tech, you know, 50,000-seat arena. Like, something small where they can get their own kind of identity. Um, I don't know if it's going to be. really an interesting situation because if they wanted to, like, couldn't they just get with the Kings and be like, this is going to be our arena together? Be- no, because they're they- trying to get out of that whole idea. I know, but. They don't want to share an the arena. Reason, they want their own. But uh, they don't want to share an arena with the Lakers. Yeah, because they are number three in that list, really, if you look at it. Because hockey be two now with. Oh yeah, you're probably right. There probably with was Kawhi. always two. Right, probably always were two. They they can move in with a hockey team and like pitch that as the way to build the arena. And the Lakers can survive, like, the Staples Center can, can survive with just the Lakers and whatever I, I got concerts it. it does. And the Kings, also at the Staples Center. But I got it. I got it. But I'm saying, it out. The Kings Move them to Oakland. Players. Move them to Oakland and let them build a basketball, baseball stadium so that the, the A's can finally get their own a better place to play. Also. Well, the Warriors just, the, well, the Warriors have that brand new stadium in yeah, Oakland. So just now. move and go play with the Warriors. What about the San Jose Clippers? Are the, <laughs> the, the Warriors are in... San Francisco, Oakland, though. Right? No, they're actually no, in San Francisco, San Francisco now. Yeah, they oh, that's moved. right. That's right. Sorry. Oh, yeah. So they could okay. legally change their name to San Francisco and then become – and then you can move the Clippers to Oakland. 
Well, that's why I, I, I like what the the war the Warriors are like. They named it after like their state name. That's all. Like I always thought that was cool. Well, yeah, I they were never San Francisco. Say, it was always Golden stadium. State. It was right. really like the Empire State Knicks. That one. We're just move out of fucking move out of California because they have too many teams. <laughs> so, oh. all right. Um, do you do you where where do you want to go to next? We talked enough basketball. That's the most basketball we've talked in a long time. <laughs> yeah. Do we go rip it off like a bandaid with baseball, or do we talk about Islanders? Uh, uh, we can well, talk about the Islanders. Well, I was going to bring up, I had a baseball question for you guys. Sure, one of you, maybe. Maybe Let's one go. of you guys knew the answer to this. Is, what, well, now that he's pulled from the game because he gave up seven hits in the first inning, it doesn't really matter. But was Otani the. Seven f- runs in the first inning. Seven runs. Oh, I thought I read hits. Okay. Anyway. No, it was seven runs. Yeah, he got lit up tonight. Oh, that's what you get for pitching just, at Yankee Stadium, just like you were doing in, for three days. Just in time for us to play them. So. Wasn't he supposed to? Why didn't they just move him to center field, take Juan Lagares out, and bring in another pitcher? Because he doesn't play the outfield. He's strictly DH. Unfortunately, he's strictly DH. He's played like one inning in left field, maybe two. It was like one game he played left field, and it was for like two innings. Okay. He, um, he, he also has three home runs field. this year, this week. Yeah. Um, but he's got to be the first guy to pitch and lead off since like Babe Ruth, right? In the same game? Pretty sure I mean, it was. I'm pretty positive it was. I don't even know if Babe Ruth led off, but like, yeah, he's <laughs> he's gotta be the first guy to pitch and hit above eighth. Yeah, right. Like then. Right. For sure. I don't Listen, know how they track those. All, all I know is that if he doesn't get lit up in that first inning and he keeps playing, you know, Juan Lagares was going to get some pitches to see so that pitchers didn't have to face him. Because <laughs> <laughs> Juan Lagares was batting ninth in the game. I don't know if this um, season really changes it because obviously he's doing, like, amazing. But I'm a big proponent of he needs to pick one. Because I don't. Again, I don't follow the Angels daily. I thought he was on a thing where he only pitches on Sunday, but it's still he only pitches once a week, I think. Like, he needs six days rest. So, you have to have extra starters. Now, this team needs six starting pitchers. I I think you should just either pitch or hit. I don't. I, I Obviously, he's doing it, and he's doing it really well, but I don't think it's a consistent thing that can go on. For I don't the think next... it could go on long term. I know. I don't think it's a, right. this is a five-year plan. I think he could do it for a little bit, but eventually he's just going to be a starting pitcher. Well, aren't they in year three already? Yeah, yeah, but they're they're in year three, and it's. But last was, year he didn't pitch because yeah, of Tommy. Yeah, Tommy John. He didn't play at all last year because he had Tommy John. No, he and played. He didn't pitch. No, I don't think he played at all. No, I'm pretty sure he played. He just didn't pitch. We'll see. I'm almost positive. Show hey, oh, Tom. Well, they're right now with the bases loaded. Top of the third. And their number eight hitter is up on a 3-2 pitch. 
down seven three. Yeah, okay. He played forty four games last year. You're right. So he did play. But he hit he hit one ninety last year. Yeah, no, he, he yeah, he wasn't he, I don't yeah. think he was yeah, he was trying to hit with a torn elbow. Yeah, but you know it's interesting when you've seen you've seen it with other like position players when they come back from a, when they have Tommy John. It's a rare thing, of course, but when they have Tommy John, they come back a lot quicker than a than a pitcher does. Well, yeah, like like Juan had it, and it was like, I mean, he had it over the off season, but he was playing like right away. Yeah, he started playing. I think he got called up in like July. Yeah. Speaking I, of Juan, if this guy gets walked right now, Juan's coming up. As the leading run. I just don't, like I said, I don't think it's a, this is a long-term. Never mind, that I guy popped out. I don't think he's going to be able to make 20, 22 starts, or 20 starts, and play, you know, and, and, and hit a full time. I don't, I don't, it doesn't seem like it's going to work. And you know, it it's, and like you know it's really off. weird. What makes it really weird is that, like, Vin, I know you play MLB The Show. When you do a career guy as a road to the show, when you first loaded it up, your team goes, hey, we're going to test you at a position and also as a pitcher at the same time. Yeah. And then you could decide, like, later on. So well, like, you could decide usually play, within the first couple of days. They based a whole mode in the game off of this guy. Yeah. But it's like, oh, do you want to be a two-way player or would you like to just be but a they, one-way player? They make you pitch. Like, I had to I, – I You just, have to pitch I, one game and then they, yeah. then they give you the choice. I didn't want to be a pitcher, but they made you – know, you have to throw one game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I I send that outing. I was like, I know you're just gonna make me pitch to one game and then move on with my life. Maybe I'm wrong. That's how I feel, but it is pretty amazing what he does. So, we want to talk about current Mets and Yankees. Yeah, sure. Let's basically the Yankees are the same we've said the last three weeks. They got swept again by Boston. By the way, the NFL Network has the 2008 NFC Divisional matchup: Giants at the Cowboys. On nice, good times. Romani Tuma already scored. Not Tuma. Yeah, I know that game has different meaning for you, but that was that was one of the great days. (laughs) Um. But yeah, the Yankees are the Yankees, man. Like they're the same. Like they they like woke up a little bit last week, and then they just got completely embarrassed in Boston. And then they look like they woke up this week, and let's see what happens if, if when they play the Mets this week. So uh, everybody's still wanting Boone and Cashman's head, rightfully so. So uh, you gotta think know. that if let's just say Mets go to the Bronx and sweep. Not saying they will. Not saying they won't. Just saying, let's say it happens. Mm-hmm. No Jake on the mound. No Jake. So it's not but like they're, they're getting Stroh Jake. and Walker, though. And Walker. And then I would assume that guy who pitched yesterday is pitching Sunday. Oh, no, I think it's uh, Eichhoff. Well, no, maybe it is a guy. No, they DFA'd Eichhoff. You're right. It might did. be the but guy they also, that they called up. They called up the other kid. Uh, I don't even know how to pronounce his name. Thomas something. <laughs> I wasn't gonna called up Thomas. Got it. Thomas, yeah, Thomas. Wasn't that the guy we used to talk to at the game you was then? His name was Thomas, I think. 
So he's pitching now. But he got the st- uh, Tommy Heeman stamp of approval, Steve. This Tom pitcher. So he is their top. What? He is their top pitching prospect right now because of what's his name having Tommy John this year. Right. Um. Okay. So either him or you could pitch the kid that pitched two good games in a row. Well, um, he's. I think he's. I'm up, sure he's right? penciled in. Because Tuesday to Sunday is five days. Right. Yes. So they're claiming Pat Peterson is hurt. Which is a great idea because. <laughs> this is his first bad outing in, in like four. He's, he's, been, he's had a, good, a few good outings in a row. Yeah, he's but, had a couple yeah. few. I was at the game Hank. a couple weeks ago against the Cubs, and I remember just keep fine. texting Vin, and I was like, I'm waiting for the Cubs to bats to start just blowing this game out. Okay, right. so like I'm ready for Sean Reed Foley. Anyway, right. another Met down. But anywho, back to my point. Right? It's a good thing Jake's pitching tomorrow. Okay. Back to my point, right? Let's just say we come out there and we end up sweeping them. Mm-hmm. You got to think that's the, the straw. If they lose two out of three to the Angels, let's just say. Right. But well, the thing didn't. is, they're not going to fire Boone because what are they going to have? Their pitching coach become the coach? So it do- doesn't really matter. It's like that—that's the like the—that's the thing. Like you're going to fire a guy, but at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. I don't know if it—I don't know if it matters, but. Listen, it, I think it, I tweeted this the other day. Yeah, they're they're a mediocre baseball team. They're underperforming for what they thought they would, or maybe not underperforming, but they're not. You know, probably not going to make the playoffs. They're not awful. They're not ten games in the five hundred. Right, right. Like I, they're a five hundred team. Okay, they're just fine. in the wrong division to be. Right. And it, where and they're it's at. Unaccept, it's unacceptable for them. Fine, maybe it's time for Cashman to go. I don't know. But I, I think to, 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 the sky is falling every 30 seconds. Is, I don't know. It's a little I don't know. A little after, the 2022, after the 2022 season, there's a nice swell guy who's going to be available for them. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think a, a Red Sox sweep didn't do it. A week later, a Mets sweep isn't going to do it. I don't think Right, it yeah. I just I can't see the it be. I just feel like it's – Fourth of July weekend. Also, they're not going to get swept. So that's I know. I'm just hypothetically saying. That's what I was doing. If it was sure. George, they would have been fired like three weeks ago. And if it wasn't, if got, it, or, or it would have been fired after Friday's loss he, to the Red Sox. He wouldn't have made it to this season if it was George. That's just the, I mean. Right. He would have got fired after he took Debbie out after one inning. Right, right. Yeah, that was that was an all time. Listen, the bit, the the name out there that everybody wants is to bring Buck back over there, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think that's that the would answer. never happen. I don't, I don't think. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. Nope. I, don't know. I just don't you see that being Carlos an answer. Beltran if you want. Here, so can I bring? I'm gonna bring. Okay, we can talk about the Mets in a second because I honestly, what I said about the Yankees, I feel the same way about the Mets. They're a mediocre baseball team at this moment. I. I'm getting seriously frustrated with them, but we can talk about that after. What I wanted to bring up is probably a small topic. Do you think the Astros do a 10-year anniversary for that championship team? Of course. The 
Astro fans still love that team. Do you? But like, they say George Springer left because he wanted nothing to do with them. Like Verlander, it, it doesn't mean that the... wants to go back to Detroit because he wants nothing to do with it. Like, First off, nobody I, wants I, to go I to Detroit. I feel like half the team wouldn't show up. Correa is going to probably leave. Like, well, you got to not, not going. You got to still do it just to do it, and then who shows up, great. Who doesn't show up, that's on. Listen, everybody's saying that stuff now. Right. You got six years to worry about it, seven and years. And they to worry swept about that it. under the rug so quickly now that everybody's so worried about spider tech and everything else like and that. And also, so. like the manager is back on the team. Right? Didn't they rehire Hinge? Oh no, no. they have Dustin. No, he's the Tigers, the manager, Tigers coach. Um, but that's the thing. If it slipped under the rug, people forgot about it. They stopped booing them. Why bring it up again? Just quietly go along with your business. It never happened. The banner hangs, and we don't talk about it anymore. To me, if that's if I'm that, and that's what I'm doing. Maybe wait for twenty years to do it. Because in ten years, ideally, like Altuve is probably still going to re- be around. Correa is probably still going to be in the league. I mean, half the half the important players will be. Yeah, like Bregman will still be around, probably. I just it was brought up on uh, the Starting Nine podcast today, and I just found it a very interesting topic. Like, you know, with all the the cheating scandals in baseball, do you do you bother bringing attention to it? Like, it took how long for like. Guy, like a guy like McGuire to get a job in baseball or Bonds. You know, it took, I don't know, was it like, it was like 15 years, I think. Bonds retired in like 05 or 06. And it took like 10 years for him to be a heading coach at the Marlins or maybe more. I don't know what, I remember, I forgot that year, what year that was. Anyway. All right, let's talk about the Matsies. I mean, they're pitching, still keeping them in the games. Um, yeah. just basically that right now. Um, they're in it, man. It's it's crazy how awesome their pitching is and how bad their offense is. It's like historically bad, like the worst offense in the whole league, which is scary. But they're still finding a way to win games. And they're still taking advantage of how poor this division has been so far. The Nats are playing out of this world. Um, Kyle Schwarber is just killing us every time we played him uh, recently. So, that, like... Oh, Vin and I <laughs> talked about this. We already figured it out. He took a time machine to... And he went back to 2015. Uh, he went back to like the winter time of 2015. Right. Okay. Right after the World Series. Right after the NLCS when he was dominant. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Knowing that he'll be able to do everything he's supposed to in the right order and not screw up with the timeline. Right. Sent that guy so here. So he's a variant. So you're okay. saying he's a variant? That's exactly what I'm saying. We're, we're, we're all in. Oshawa was a variant. There is no other explanation for a guy to hit 17 home runs in two weeks. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh yeah, he, he's he and I've always liked him, so I'm happy was, for him. Unfortunately, he's on the wrong team. He hit a ball with a fence that was at his shoulder. And, and oh yeah, I don't. 
Uh, how great was that MLB app? That app, app, app uh, alert last night. Yeah, the Kyle Schwarber. That's it. <laughs> or enough said? Is that what it said? Yeah, it was like enough said or something like that. I found it funny. So, um, hey, we got thank God for thank God for pitching. Like uh, they got they the offense has to find a way to get it going. They they've been getting timely hits, so they've been finding ways to come back. Thankfully, Phil Phillies. Their bullpen is so bad. They could have easily swept them just because of the bull- that bullpen's so bad. And other than Sunday, they were in every single game. So it, it's just one of those hang with them offense, but something's got to give sooner or later. Like you, like we were talking about pre-show, like Pete Alonso's split at home and on the road, it's just out of this world confusing because it's just like, I wish we played on the road all the time. He's like a completely different player. He's he's like almost he's batting like almost 200 points ahead above the yeah. splits. And then obviously 12 home runs as of uh, Thursday night, and the RBIs are like around 10, 10 more than what it is at home. So something's got to give. <laughs> I don't yeah, know I when mean- or. How? But so, something's got to give because most of the lineup is back and healthy. Let's let's face facts with that. So right. I I tweeted the other day like the the injury excuse is out the window because right. the two guys that you were trying to replace all off season, your third baseman, and your center fielder are the only guys that left hurt. Right. Like everybody else is healthy and playing. They're just not playing well, and I, I, like it is a good players have bad seasons, right? It happens. Right. But I, I, I'm getting closer and closer to thinking that this is just Lindor. We talked about this. I, is, it, at the end of the season, we're going to look back at his stats and say he didn't have a good season. Right. Regardless of what he does the second half of the season, I don't think he's going to be able to make up back to what he did. He has to go on a crazy hot streak. You yeah, know? he's going to have to like bet like 370 for like two or three weeks. Jeff McNeil's usually the guy I don't worry about. The thing with McNeil that drives me nuts, and I started thinking about it last year. For whatever reason, he's, like, getting home run happy. And, like, for whatever reason, just not be the guy that would just find a ways to, like, just slap the ball and, like, hit for high average. average. So, so, Alonzo. Oh. Alonzo. Why did I get so loud? Uh, yeah, that was weird. Anywho. Anywho, Alonzo away. Uh, hold on. Alonzo away is batting 289 at home 223. Yeah. And Doesn't then the, it's one home run at home and then 12. One home run, seven RBIs, and now 12 home runs on the road. Danny, I, I cut out there. My, my headphones are dying. What did you say about McNeil? McNeil just seems to be more home run happy and just – trying to get the big hit instead of just being simple and just getting on base that the guy that we all know and love. Right. Like, and, that I, and year, it started last year too. Right. That, that year, the second half of, of 19, when he started hitting those home runs, right. I, it might've been a bad thing. I mean, we used to talk about this race all the time that he would get home run happy. I, I thought there's a lot about McNeil. Once he gets two strikes on him, he should never hit a home run. They should, he should never have a two-strike home run in his life. Because his two-strike approach is great when he's not trying to hit a homer. He's, you know, he'll stay alive forever. Right. So I'm fine with him. He's, you know, we've seen him. He swings at the first pitch. He locks in on it. 
if he wants to go for his pitch and try to hit a homer, that's fine. But like once you get in a two strike count, just be you. Right. And like I said, I, I he's usually the guy I don't worry about. I he's hit pretty much since day one since he got here. He'll probably be fine. Oh, but definitely. Like, but it, it's it's it is concerning when he should be batting almost three hundred and higher, and he's barely batting two thirty, and it's just. It's just frustrating because you you know the guy's talent and it's just not putting out on paper, you know. And I, the guy who's get who gets a pass, who's I think is getting a pass right now, because we love him. And you, I mean, I know how Danny feels about him. It's Dom. Dom is just right. not the person that we thought that he, you know, played like last the last two years right now. And he's not even close to it. He's playing yeah, as, the, pretty the much whole, as bad as Lindor, to be honest. Right, the whole offense, man. So it's like, I know I don't want to pin it on one guy, but, like, I feel like it's I, I Lindor gets... I think it's a collective it. effort. It's, it's they're, they're that bad that it's collective. Sure, but, like, the, the blame goes to, like, Lindor and it's, yeah, it's, Pete. It's, it's Lindor. It's, yeah. But Pete's also batting 260, and then, like, how much, like, you're you're getting right. enough. It's just weird that he's not doing it at home, you know. Right, Lindor. The problem, I mean, with Lindor, Lindor and I'm going to say it's a problem. But this is gonna this contract is going to be a problem for the wrestlers. I just know it. Oh, definitely. And like, and the thing with Lindor is we we think he's going to break out and go on a crazy streak, and then nothing really happens. Formulates from it. And it's happened three or four times. Right. So it's just. Ah, come on, man. Just but, break out already, you know? The other thing is, like, you look... You just look at his career stats. He's not Fernando Tatis Jr. He's not Xander Bogarts. He's not Bo Bichette. Like, right. he's not, you know, Pete Alonso, Jeff McNeil when they're... He, he's an above-average offensive player who's... I mean, there was a tweet that sabermetrically, he's the best defensive player in baseball this year. Right. Like, in any position. But... He's just a good offensive player. So, I, but I think, I honestly think he was over. Met fans overrated him. Met fans got overexcited. He's never had a 900 OPS. He's never driven in 100 runs. He's never hit 300. He's like he's not gonna be the guy that carries your offense. I, in an ideal situation, he's like the fourth best hitter on the team. Right. But, you know, he's Michael Conforto level of offense. But. <sighs> It's just him too. I mean, I mean, I know he was hurt, but he hasn't he hasn't hit a lick since he came back. Yeah, it's, it's gonna. Yeah, but that's Conforto in a nutshell. At least we know yeah. that it's coming in like a week or two. Right. Especially when we're playing shittier teams, he's gonna have like five on runs in like and a like, week, and we're like he, he can't get hit out. You know what I mean? We know I, it's coming. I, we gave a lot of shit to Chili Davis. At least I did. Like they were at least getting hits with Chili Davis. It was yeah. just they couldn't. Driving, driving the runs. They, they, the, like they were at least the excuse hitting the of ball. everybody being, the excuse of everybody being right. hurt is does count soon enough. So, right, but that does that, count in the in the stats. You're right. Of, oh of no, that. you're it, you're right. But it was the whole was month of June where they were, you know. Yeah, it's it's been a like. Okay, I'm turning this game off. Just thankfully the oh, no, I turned it off like ten minutes ago. <laughs> but you like, know it's bad when you turn on the pregame show for the NBA playoff game. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about the Mets' uh, cryptic tweet tonight. So, the Mets sent the gif of uh, Bobby Bonilla 
everybody knows what tomorrow is. And let me get it up. Hold on. The day, I gotta the day you're listening to this is. Or the day. Yeah, Bobby day. I can't wait to see what they do. Happy Bobby Bonilla Day. All they're right. literally going to. I'm calling it now. You're just going to see. They're just going to be like, Happy Bobby Bonilla Day. And they're not even going to do the. Because they're not home. Well, they, they're going to. No, they're going to take a picture with like him. They're going to tweet a picture with him and a big check, probably. Right. And then I, you know I think what, that's the you know what tomorrow is happen. we have a big announcement in caps with a wink emoji so <laughs> yeah it, and they, it's just gonna be a big check probably which is I funny think I think they're gonna finally pay it off no because like I don't even know if financially that's a smart decision for Bobby Bonilla <laughs> probably right because that's a you... major tax hit well even if not but like. This is it's like one in the lottery kind of thing. Like, do you take the do you take the, the the yearly payments, or do you take it all at once? And when the lottery, they say take it all at once because you can invest it. But on the smaller scale, where it's like I don't know how many years has he got left? Ten, something like that. I don't I don't even know what I forget when it goes to, but it's like twenty thirty two or something like that. So would, does he want $10 million now or a million dollars a year, you know, until he's whatever? He's got till 2035. Right. So it's another 15 years of this, not 14 years of this. Does he want $14 million now or $15 million, crazy. whatever? He signed the contract. He signed this contract in December of 1991. Yeah. With the, with the, with the Pirates? No. He signed a he five didn't sign year, it with the Mets. He signed a five year contract for twenty nine million with the Pirates. Most lucrative ever up to add at the point to move to Queens and anchor them. So he signed with the Pirates and then got traded right away. Right, that's what it was. I knew the Mets didn't sign the contract, but it it, it was Is that right? Hold on, I'm trying to find his baseball. That doesn't seem right. I think the Mets might have signed him and then traded him, and then traded for him back. That I, I'm pretty. I know that's how it happened at the end. They traded for him back. Uh, no, this is what I need. Okay. Let's see. Baseball Reference. Let's find this transaction history. Oh. Yeah, that's what it is. They don't even have his transaction history. Yes, they do. It's at the bottom. It just says transaction. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, signed so amateur, he... drafted yeah. by the White Sox from the Pirates, traded from the White Sox in 86 to the Pirates, free agent, signed with the Mets in December of 91, and then got traded in July of 95 to Baltimore. Right. And then he signed with the Marlins in 96 and got a big contract. Who then he was part of the trade that got the Marlins, Mike Piazza. And then, wow, I didn't realize that. Bobby Bonilla was part of the trade that sent uh, four, five guys to the Dodgers that got the Marlins, Piazza and Todd Zeal. Right. Who three days later got traded to them. Right. And then the Mets traded for him in 1998 again. So the contract he was playing under was signed as a Florida Marlin. And then the Mets bought him out of it in 2000 to sign Mike Hampton. Right. 
No, wait. He The contract he signed... Oh, yeah, it was the Marlins. Then the ipso facto got us David Wright from my character. So he's done us a favor. So all in all, Bobby Bonilla was the circle that got us David Wright. He was the famous guy playing poker with uh, um, Ricky Henderson. Ricky Henderson, right? I mean, that's no surprise. Yeah, there's no surprise. Ricky's just playing poker. Ricky didn't even know he was on baseball team at that moment. (laughs) <laughs> Isn't it like crazy to think like Ricky Henderson and Oral Hershiser run a 1999 Mets? Like I was thinking about that the other day. Because... So was John Oliver. I know, but like John Oliver was a, a contemporary player. Like the, the the Dodgers won a World Series in 1988 by beating the Mets and then obviously beating the A's. And then Oral Hershiser, who was on the 1988 Dodgers, was then on the 1999 Mets 11 years later. Right. It, it's kind of crazy to think. And then Ricky Henderson was playing fucking forever. That was a tangent. Anyway, to go back to my original point, I think the Mets are mediocre. They're on pace for 88 wins. They're probably going to be in that area. And they probably wouldn't, they might win a division because the division kind of stinks. But I don't know. I <laughs> This is so, like, yesterday, like, this morning I was – confident in them because they won and now they're losing and I'm off again it's like it's so up and down but like we're going on three years with this core of players just adding Lindor maybe it's time to make shake it up I don't know yeah but how are you going to shake it up I know and, and I, I realize that and I'm just spitballing but like are we adding core... some of these guys in for Damian Lillard no, and I. The thing is, really I don't know, Pete. I know Conforto. Conforto's from that area. It's really just this year, because two years ago their offense was fine and their pitching. I mean, they missed the playoffs because they didn't have a closer. And then last year they were like the best offensive team in the history of baseball to not make the playoffs, or something. It was something crazy like that. And where do they stand? And now they're dead last in runs. Or like 29th or something. Maybe they have the Barry I'm, Trotz mentality. You know? I'm saying Defense they Champions have too Trotz. much talent to be this bad all season, but I'm wavering on that. Listen, we've been this bad before in 2015, and you know we had worse players hitting. Right. It's, it's only a matter of time that like something's got to give offense. You gotta think that within the next but couple of weeks, again, you're gonna start. I, I'm telling you now, you're going to hear the Brett Beatty name coming up soon. No, there's if, no chance. Absolutely if, zero chance. If the, he's 21 years old. He's 21 years old. He's okay. in Brooklyn right now. Okay. There's no he, chance he comes he, to the he's major He's probably going to go. He's going to have to go to Binghamton first. He'll though. be in Binghamton maybe by the end of the year. They both will, the two of them. But there's oh, maybe not Alvarez because he's like 19. He can't even drink yet, this fucking guy. Or maybe I'm flipping that. I don't know. One of them is 19. One of them is 21. Alvarez is 19. Beatty came out yeah. of college. Right. No, he. I don't think he came out of college, because he's been around like two years or three years already now. He's been around for three years. Yeah. Um. He had a Tommy John. He had Tommy John surgery. He did he? Yeah. Okay. I was having this conversation with the with I don't know with somebody. I don't remember who it was. Maybe probably my dad. We told we go back to 2015, well, a lot, and this is. Uh, I mean, it was a great year. 
They literally had the worst record to make the playoffs that year. Of the five teams that made the playoffs, they had the worst record. But right. Because the, them and the Dodgers both won. They won 90 games. Like They made the playoffs because the Nationals traded for Jonathan Papelbon and then collapsed. Right. So the so only like, human being still watching this game, his name is Tommy Heeman. Oh, uh, yeah. And Mr. Alphabet Soup is about to, what he calls Alphabet Soup is coming into pitch now. Yeah, he's got like a C and a Z in his name. <laughs> it's all over the place. S Z A P U C K I. See, I, nope. I, 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 to, I told you. No chance. And I'm actually shocked he sent you a text. So, so put, I, 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 nope, absolutely not. I'm not even trying to pronounce it. You're also giving him the number 63. So that yells, you're getting cut after this game anyway. <laughs> We go on a lot of tangents. Um, my faith is wavering in the New York Mets. That's all that's. Anyway, I'm trying to find out where this guy lands on our prospect list. I think it was top like 10. ten. Yeah, I think he's number ten or number nine. Number ten. Yeah. I don't know if he's not the best pitching prospect, but he was the most ready. Right. Because like. They, like they have they this have one kid. Guys, like, they have they have the kid Matt Allen who, who Matt had the Tommy Allen, John. Right, he's number one. He's the number three prospect on the team and had the Tommy John surgery. Uh, right, and then JT, JT Ginn also. is also, but he's only in single A. So right, they're they're young guys. They just got them with them. But it's the only thing the Brody regime did well is they drafted like some top tier talent. And then Which, they have they have a couple other guys in this in here, but nothing like no. They have this one kid, Riley Gilman. He's in Double A, but they're saying could be up this year because of yeah. I think he's a reliever the... though. More, if I'm not mistaken. Don't forget Franklin Kilmore. Kilmore. Right, Franklin Kilome. They got for for Cabby. And but... don't forget Travis Blankenhorn is still here. And did you know he's the 22nd ranked prospect on the list? Then Travis Blankenhorn is currently on the team. I didn't realize he got two hours the other night. Yeah, I didn't realize. I mean, I guess his he didn't you know break his major league time. Whenever Kelnick is on the the futures game team, like he's playing on the in the futures game. Yeah, he didn't yeah. play enough. He only played like three weeks. Like, I know. Not he even. got sent down. When he got sent back down. He but he's on because I was looking at the, the American League futures team is like crazy. But is the it's is... gonna be interesting about Jason Dominguez. Right, Dominguez is on it. Like we've always seen him like in back backfields. We've never actually seen him in an actual game. It's like rookie Rubio. <laughs> Remember that that it's we saw like... the same under the basket like layup for three weeks when they were talking right. about drafting rookie Rubio. Right. It's hysterical. It, it's like he, he's 19 years old and he's like playing against like semi-pro guys you're just yeah. barely in the minor leagues and he's just hitting bombs right it's gonna be interesting to see like how good he really is against talent he played, caliber he, to him. he played like one game so far he's like he, he had a couple walks or something right or he, he walked he's, and went over two he is he there's no way he's only 18 there's just no way it's just no way it doesn't look like it he, he's a grown man that guy's really been 18 insane. for like four years that's what it feels like. Because right. we keep hearing about, fucking what's his name? Devin talking about him. And he's so like... They, just, they got him when he was 16. That's really... 
There's no way. <laughs> Wait, did they call him up? No, they didn't call him up, right? No. He's no. He's, he's a child. He could barely vote. He's barely yeah. played in the minors. He like he's playing in the all extended spring training and like, I I feel like there should him, be a role he's... that like if this guy couldn't vote in the last presidential election, they're not allowed to play a professional sport until they're allowed to vote. <laughs> like, <laughs> sir, you legitimately turned eighteen in February. That's... You did not vote for you know, any president. We we've talked about this. That's like the moment that that's the biggest feeling old thing is the like there was a guy, Steven. So Steven and I were at the that game. My birthday was Saturday. A guy came in who might as well have been sixteen years old, and he was twenty six. And I'm like, there's no way that guy's twenty six years old. He looked like he was a child. So well, that's like, like our that, yearly Zach Davis conversation, right? Like <laughs> we're almost. I mean, I don't. You guys are older than me. You're twice as old, almost twice as old as Jason, I guess. Almost. It could be his daddy. I mean, not, not almost, again. But it's not going to be long before there are, like, NHL guys that are like, yeah, you can be there. Realistically. Oh, yeah. It's... Well, I hear about guys' play, guys' sons all the time. Keith Kachuk's son is one of the best players right now. Two sons. Both their sons. Right, both of them, right? You know? Corey Price's son, child almost looked like they were old enough to play sleeping in the... <laughs> the thing about hockey is, like, the barrier to, to get into play is so expensive that all you're going to see, you're going to see mostly, like, old players' kids. Like, it's it's tough. We're going to see LeBron's kid within the next couple of years, too. I mean, LeBron, that'll be crazy. Wade, Mello, apparently Mello's son's about to play in Christ of King next year. That like oh, yeah, he should be in high school any any year now. When we, I don't know. I mean, they might. I don't know if they change the rule by then because I have a feeling they might. Um, not anymore with the money stuff, but like we're gonna see LeBron's son in an NCAA tournament. That's gonna feel weird. Oh, for sure. And it, and the funniest thing is they showed Maximus making a basketball move last week, and <laughs> Bronny and LeBron were going nuts. It was really funny. Dude. Do you guys think the money, the making money in the NCAA changes anything in, with the, like, how guys are going to, holy shit, I'm watching the Red Sox game, so I just made a crazy catch. Um, do you think it changes anybody's, uh, like, strategy of, of staying longer or shorter or whatever? Honestly, I think now it's just making everything in public, so I think it's going to stay the same-ish. Oh, the guy made it right. out, check his stuff, his sticky stuff. <laughs> um, so you know it's interesting I had this conversation with uh, my manager Chris last week we were kind of talking about it like it's probably not going to keep you back though but it could because like you know take a guy like Trevor Lawrence right now he's making let's say let's say two. let's face it two years ago he could win it or let's look even back further at you know Matt Leiner Right? right, but Matt Leiner wasn't the prospect that Lawrence was. Right, like, right. Yeah, but I'm just using good, the guy as an but... example. Like, no, no, he would have been a top four pick if he came out that year early. 
Right. But instead, he decided to go back for ballroom dancing, which, you know, paid off because I think he was on dance. Plus, he also arts. knew he wasn't going to be anything special. Right. But now, again, you look at Trevor Lawrence and look know. at a team like Clemson who loses all this money by not having Trevor Lawrence there now. Right? But, so who came out early? Is, is there going to be some kind of, like, limit to you? I mean, it's not you can't pay them, right? It's not technically that schools can't pay them. They're just allowed to make money off of themselves. So that they could do a car commercial or they could, you know, be in a whatever, shit like that. They could do advertisements. Like Ohio State, um, Terrell Pryor's, like, suspension for tattoos would have never happened. Right. You could sign autographs. You could do that shit, right? Now, and, I guess... it's about time for them to be able to get, make that money. And then, 100%. like... But it's going to be the same kind of thing where, like, oh, you're doing a car commercial for, you know, the local booster. Okay. I mean, it's the same thing as him giving you money, you know, like they used to. So I get what you're saying, that not much is going to change. I think now it's just out in front. Now it's just not going to be a – well, let's face it. Everybody freaking does it. So now it's, like, about time they just, like, fake taking a blind eye to it, you know? Right. I, my I question, fo- my I mean, football, go for it. Football, they can't really do anything, right? It's like you, you have to go two year or whatever till so it's age, right? You have to be three years. Year. You have to go through whatever. three college three. years. Yeah. Well, it depends on if you're blue, uh, redshirt or not. Right, right. It's it's two and a half years out of high school, regardless of whatever you play. Basketball is going to be the thing. Like you could get a, you know, Zion would have gotten a shoe deal. Before. If anything, basketball, they're all going to get shoe deals out of high school. Oh, most, you're, do- yeah, you're done with high school? You graduated? Well, for Here's the most your part, shoe deal. you're going to get the shoe company uh, deal like that your school, the school you're going to, for the most part. Yeah, but you're already getting that stuff. Well, that's, I, I, that might affect things. Cause, like, but you're probably sure. making more money, though. Sure, but like you'll, you'll get, get more money going to Duke and having the Nike deal that you're going to get, but Maybe you want to stay home and you can get your own shoe deal. Like right. I don't know, does that it, it might make an effect have an effect on on recruiting? But well, that's yeah, what it's going to be with with college basketball more. Because what if I go to a school where you know they let's let's say I want to go to Michigan, but Under Armour is offering me great money to wear their sneaker to make a sneaker for myself. I'm the number one prospect. I'm just using Michigan because I know they're Nike. Right? Okay. So they're they're supplying Nike shoes, but Under Armour is like Seth Curry just showed up at my high school and was like, yo, come join me in Under Armour. Right. And then you go to either Wisconsin or Notre Dame. Right, because you gotta Those go are to some place with Under Armour. Under Armour schools that I know. Right. Of. Now you're now you have to change your whole decision of your life decision that you made, you know, when you were a kid that you wanted to go to, let's say again, Michigan. Would you be so, allowed? Right, I, because I, when see, can you negotiate they, that contract? Those sponsors pay so much money for them to, like, the amount of money that Michigan gets from Jordan or vice versa, that that's probably going to be an issue. Right. But, that, but that's also the and thing. And then, like, more times than not, after, when they go in the pros, they end up, more times than not, actually going with that company. Unless some weird something crazy happens, you know. Right, like the Michigan guy stays with Nike or whatever. Well, and I think that, I'm right? pretty sure Duke is Nike too. Well, that could oh, be yeah. also part of the deal. Like 
these because co- think about it when can you negotiate when is the negotiation allowed to start because a lot of these guys are announcing when in march where they're going to school are you allowed yeah, to start talking right to, away i guess are you allowed to start talking a lot some players in sports commit to schools their junior year and then officially announce it during senior year is that when you're allowed to negotiate or can you negotiate or do you have to wait for them to officially graduate to negotiate? I think it's going to be half the wait till they graduate because they're going to be 18 years old. and then Yeah, but then, if it, then it comes to... back then to my sign, old you point. You don't have to sign a contract. But then my old point comes back. What then do you, you do if that school... What if you, right, what do you do if your school doesn't like it? Name. What if what if the school that you sign with, like, you know, like you said, Notre Dame, right? Danny, imagine, right. imagine you were growing up, huge Notre Dame fan, you're ready to go to Notre Dame. You commit to Notre Dame. And, you know, Reebok goes, yo, Danny, we have this great deal for you to be our shoe, to wear our shoes and gloves and equipment while you're playing football, but you can't play at Notre Dame because we're not allowed to support them. Right. I mean, it'll, it'll affect things. I mean, Under Armour is already, like, they were just hiring guys as interns so you don't have to go to college. And then you just... They're gonna train with us, and then you go to the the draft. Like, they already did that. I I don't know. I think we're probably making too big a deal out of it, but it, I do think it's an interesting recruiting tactic. But I mean, it's good for these guys to make their money. Right now, the interesting thing when it comes to the making the money is going back the other way, right? A lot. So they declined it. The Supreme Court declined this about a week ago. Okay. Right. You know, Marcus Colson was a big person that was fighting for this, was one of the guys that was fighting for this, the likeness from being in the older games. Should those guys be compensated? Oh, shit. I didn't think about that. Okay. Because my manager played four years at Hofstra, played football for four years at Hofstra. He was like the third string tight end or something. He started off as a wideout, then Marcus Colson came in, he was telling me, and then he's, they said that he's a lot better, so you got to move to tight end. I think that was an accurate description of Marcus Colston compared to your boss. So, anywho, right? But they used his... So, my boss's likeness and number. If you play the game for, like... I think he said it was, like, NCAA 2002. And if you play as Hofstra, one of the tight ends is using his height, his weight, and the number that he wore. Should they be compensated? No, I don't think so. I I don't I don't know how you can back compensate. If you if you, if we're back compensating people like that, then EA Sports is never going to make a game ever in their lives again. They're going to be bankrupt. I mean, how many of those college football games did they make? 10, 11, 12? Something like that. Like they have to go back and pay I mean, they they put guys in the cover obviously who are in the league. So that they don't have to worry about. I'm assuming those guys got paid. But like they have to use they have to pay Vince Young for his likeness. They have to pay, you know, like we said Matt Lyon and Reggie Bush for their likeness. It seems like a slippery slope there. Oh, for sure. Well not it's 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 gonna be interesting. And like what about other sports? Cat, do you really have to compensate you know Reggie Bush. Well, not didn't now. he make a, didn't he make enough money in college? 
No, but like, do we have to compensate? Do we really have to compensate your boss who, you know, played Division Three football? Division One. Okay. I'm sure it's Division Bottom One. Division One. You're right, but you know, bottom of the barrel Division One. Listen, Wayne Corbett and Marcus no Golson. Wayne Corbett and Marcus Golson. Just remember that. And Willie Colon. And Willie Colon. The program that no longer exists. And also yeah. one of the quarterback, the quarterback that was there when he, when my boss Marquise, was there, Marquise, yeah, was, was one of the Brady. Brady. Yep. Gio Kamazi, Kamazi, yeah, I think it's something like that. Something like that. He was he he's the guy who was throwing the passes. He was telling me a story about the guy. It was like one of like their late season practices, so it was like super cold out, like frozen out. The guy, and the scouts, the NFL scouts were there to watch him. And the guy was throwing bullets. He said, he's like, dude, it's practice. It's a walkthrough practice. <laughs> You're going to break our hands in the snow. Oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> playing on that field sucked. It was like, it was funny. Like, junior and senior year when we got the turf, it was like playing at home is so much better than playing at Hofstra. But it was always an honor to play at Hofstra, but it was just like, ugh, like pure concrete. I don't know how players played on Astro turf. I really don't. Like ever, ever, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Much tougher people back then, but that's here or there for that. Anywho, um, but we haven't talked about the Islanders. We could do a quick little <sighs> season yeah, ended. No, Steve, you did a good job. We don't have to talk about the actual the series. We we it was a hard fought series, and just game seven just happened. You know, um, like you did a good job covering the. Blue and Orange Army, Tailgates, and all the other events. So good job on you for all that. You Thank worked you. really hard for that. So good good stuff. I still have the Game 7 stuff to post. I haven't even attempted to start it yet. <laughs> um, But yeah, a lot of cool things coming along. You know, on to Belmont. Right. On to Belmont. A lot of interesting, uh, a very interesting offseason for the Islanders. Right. It's it's one we, of those. We like, got the uh, the protection list coming out July seventeenth, and that's the next big, the next big moment. Right. So, or, like, who do you think like, like any big names that you're going to be like, oh the, wow, I didn't see his name going to be on the list. So for the Islanders, the yeah, Islanders the, list. Um, honestly, if Eberle is protected, it'll be probably the most. If Eberle, Bale, and Bailey are both protected, it'll be super interesting. I think you only protect one of them. If you're going to okay. protect either of them, it is yeah, it's very interesting. I was thinking about this yesterday. Like their their protection list last time didn't really matter because right. they made the deal to to have them take somebody. So right. they like they didn't protect. Stephen, was it they protected Scott Mayfield? Is that what we were surprised about? Pelic. Yeah, well, they protected like, Pelic, but they left. I think they left Mayfield, but everyone was pissed that they didn't do it the other way because people because Mayfield played a little and Pelic was terrible. But now everyone's right. like, we didn't we... like Adam Pellick at the time. Um, I, I I think there's a there, there's two ways of going at this. Like there's a very clean cut way where you keep your top six and you keep Pajot and that's the seven forwards you keep, and the rest of your team like they don't have a third line winger right now. He Pop Murray's a free agent. They have Wallstrom. He doesn't have to be protected. Uh, Casey's a free agent, and then Clutterbuck and Martin they don't have to protect because no one's going to take them really right. for their contracts. And then defensively, 
you keep Pelic, you keep Pulak, and then and you don't have. To I was touch, looking at this. You don't really have to what? care about Dobson. I guess Letty, you're gonna have to go unprotected and hope they take one so, of those six million dollar contracts that's available. So Dobson doesn't have to be protected either. He's exempt from the process. Right. But I was looking. You have so you have to leave a certain amount of people unprotected, like for them to be able to take. You can't just leave them nobody eligible, basically. So they have to leave Nick Letty unprotected. They don't have a choice. Because if you like, I, if I, if the way if the the, the cap friendly has a, a tool where you like can basically do the whole expansion yeah. draft, yeah, and it tells you you know if your team is is qualified. And the way I I didn't read through the rules, but the way that the the cap, the uh, program is telling me the rules are is. If you're an RFA, if you don't actually have a physical contract, whether you're a UFA and RFA, you don't count toward the exposure requirements. Like you have to have a physically signed contract to count toward those requirements. So if they were to leave, let's say Adam Pellick unprotected, he wouldn't count as a requirement. Like he wouldn't count toward their eligible people to keep uh, free. They have a, a, a goalie appeared out of nowhere. Steven, Kenny I don't know Albany, who I don't even yeah. I don't even He appeared out of nowhere, but he counts apparently. But we're going to leave him unprotected because he's the him and he is the reason we're going to protect Varley because like, we don't have to worry about Sorokin. Right. You protect Varley, that guy counts. I don't know how because I did this They're not taking ago. that he guy. So it doesn't matter anyway. They're not taking the guy. Sure, you keep him whatever, <laughs> who cares. But they I if you go through, they have to let Nick Letty unprotected. And then in that case, you're either getting helped by losing Nick Letty, or the other option is if they go like the kind of the Seattle route where they take guys who aren't getting a shot, they could just you take Kiefer Bellows. Vegas route. route, sorry, yeah, Vegas route. They just take Kiefer Bellows. They take a young guy who has some upside, and we just go our separate ways, which we didn't lose anybody, basically. Okay. Or they take like Michael Del Cole or something. You know, it's like yeah. we either lose nobody. Or we gain cap space. So right. I think they're in a pretty good spot, to be honest. Um, and then the other thing, it's interesting because, like, so Edmonton just recently announced the new contract for Hopkins, Hopkins, Nugent Hopkins, yeah. Which you know blew my mind. First off, um, that that wow. that came out of nowhere. Um, I well, just he's gonna be a free agent. I, I just don't I think he's the type of guy who's not he's not anything special. He's like a on a on a great team he's a third line player. Well that's what he is. He's a third line center. Exactly. So why are you why are you doing it? Plus now you have to use so now you have to protect him because he has a contract. For example well, Now here's yeah. the other rule you didn't mention. Sure. Okay. The other rule and we talked about this before. If it's if your team has unrestricted free agents, not restricted, unrestricted free agents without contracts, Seattle has the right to negotiate th- with them from July seventeenth up until the draft. Right. For example, Alex Ovechkin. Right. They could take if they wanted to. They could get a contract with them and then pick that them, counts basically. as their pick for Washington. That's their pick. Not right. saying Ovechkin's going to Seattle. No. Safe to safe to say, like so. Basically, what's happening in Washington is, according to people I know in Washington, they're saying the contract's already done. Sure. 
his contract's already basically signed, but they're not going to announce it because now they get right, an they extra protection slot. Right. Because right, they, they're already, they already it. have a guy unprotect, that's protected automatically on their team, and that's Nicholas Backstrom. So now there's a, there's a no move or something. Right. So now you could you could do Kunetsov. Um, you know, you have other free agents available there, other guys who do have contracts, right? Right. That you could protect on that team, including fifty five goalies apparently. Yeah, I'm on that expansion yeah. tool. There's Phoenix Copley. Yeah, Zach- Phoenix Scott. Well, they have a they have a bunch of goalies there because they they all got hurt. The guys keep getting hurt. They had they usually like four <laughs> goalies in the playoffs. <laughs> right. So like, you know, they could protect uh, Van Riedijk. You know, Carlson. They have guys that they could protect, especially on defense and even forward wise. And you could leave Ovechkin. To, to be there. Let them right. try and negotiate. You, you could just, right, you could talk to him all you want. He can just say no. Right. But ideally, he's not going to end up, like, fully no, expecting. I, I don't think he's not going anywhere. It is still pretty strange that, uh, this one's interesting. Phil Kessel has a no movement clause. Interesting. You would think that would be like one of those guys from a team that they would love to just, you know, not protect to like go to a team. I don't know if you can waive it for the expansion draft. I don't think you can. I don't think you can either. It would have to be a trade, basically. Which stinks because Milan Lucic has one in. uh, It would have to be like we're trading you Phil Kessel. But they can't. But that's the thing. You You can't do that this expansion draft. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. They took the rule out. Te- too I many teams, be... too many teams were calling them up. We're calling up Vegas and just giving away crappy contracts to let them hit the cap space, so that way they wouldn't have to give up top nine players. But they took that rule out for this year. That's why they put in the free agent negotiations. I don't think that's the case. Everything. Well, I was watching a expansion draft special on NHL Network last week, and that's what they said. They said one of the rule changes was that they took out the idea of teams calling the front office, calling Ron Francis, and negotiating trades. I'm going to look up the expansion draft rules right now. The title of this article is 2021 NHL expansion draft rules, same as Golden Knights followed. So it's the same rules. What I think they were saying which makes more sense, is that teams aren't going to do that anymore. Because they, Vegas ended up with a, a boatload of draft picks that they just traded at their willy-nilly and a good team. And and an expansion draft exemption. Right, and they don't, don't have to, you know, they're exempt from this. Alphabet Soup just gave up a home run and there's a panda in the dugout. Yeah, it's, and knives. It's Pablo Sandoval. He's okay, in the dugout. he's dancing with that. Some guys holding knives. He give he hugs everybody who hits a homer. It's his thing. Okay, but what's with the guy with the knives? <laughs> I don't know. I watched the Stanley Cup and only just scored. There's also a there's also a sign in the dugout that says "Free Panda Hugs for Homers." Yeah, they put it in the dugout every game. 
Okay. <laughs> Does that go on the road with them? If the if the home run yes, swag sure. from San but Diego's on the road. The sign goes with them because they had it in the dugout last weekend or last week, but the panda head does not. It's okay. Jake pitches tomorrow. We'll regroup tomorrow. Yeah, they, they, if Jake pitches tomorrow, they won the first game that I didn't think they'd win. Jake pitches tomorrow, they win. They win the series. And right, that's all they got to do. All is right in the world. They that's only it. played two games in Washington? Just one. They, they played one game. It was a makeup from the COVID series that they missed the first week of the year. Oh, okay, okay, that makes more sense. It was they they had a doubleheader last weekend that was one of the makeup games. This was another one, and then they still have another one coming up later on in the year. I think it's like August or September. They yeah, we, yeah, we, it was like August and September. All right. Anything else, boys? No. Enjoy the rest of the playoffs and. Subway series this week. Have a good Fourth of July. And... Say Fourth of July for everybody. Yeah, good, happy, healthy holidays, people. Be um, careful. We got the expansion, the finals coming up for the NBA. We got the NHL finals going on now. Yeah, that's going. Baseball's five. in full swing. Um, and then we got when's the NBA draft? First week in August. Um, because you know, because considering they're probably going to start their um, their finals next week, knowing them. They're not going to end until September, so... No, yeah, it's it's set in stone. It's at the end of July. Okay. Um. Usually there's like three days off in between NBA final games. Right. Yeah. Well, the NHL is doing a couple days off now because of the, the holiday this weekend. They're not playing basically through the holiday. You mean in Canada they didn't want to have a Stanley Cup final game on No, they just America's they know nobody's going to watch on the 4th of July which is what it would have landed on. So they skipped Saturday and Sunday. And they put it you on Monday. You got to think night. the ratings are going to be terrible for the series anyway. So did it really matter? Well, I mean you got a Canada team so they got that, but American wise, yeah, I don't think they're going to have very good ratings. Yeah, oh, um Oh, that's a bad goal to give up, too. I just saw the goal that they give up. That was just yep. a deflection that went right through. All right. Cool. So, uh, we should be back by the end of the month talking some drafts. You know, July 17th is the protection list. July 20th, I believe, is the NHL draft. July tw- uh, The expansion draft. July 23rd, I think, is the actual draft oh, itself. Um, If I remember everything correctly, I kind of just did that off the top of my head. I think you're right. I think it's like the, the 21st and the 23rd of the draft. Right. I know the 17th is the protection list. Uh, yeah, they're doing like a, a show, I think. NHL draft. Well, they well yeah, they do. do. They that, make... that they do. That I know they're going to do. Um, it's free TV. Huh? July 23rd is the NHL draft itself. Yeah. Just basically a month back from what it usually is. Right. So... Uh, so everything a couple of days earlier will be the Seattle draft, and we will be good to go. It's not like the first day matters anyway to the New York Islanders because, you know. Nope, we don't draft in the first round anymore. Drafting in the first round is stupid. And your We're team, learning from the 90s Your Knicks. teams really don't love drafting in the first round. It's funny. No, okay, I, I don't have to, to watch the Raiders. ever. Just remember, Devante to the Raiders. I never have to watch drafts, ever. Never. It's funny. Like, everybody is excited, and Vin's like, eh, whatever. Nothing what is going to make me more excited next year than Devontae dancing in, with the DJ and Derek and David Carr. 
or Derek Carr, whatever the car is in in Vegas. I honestly spent my entire lunch break today trying to plan a trip to Green Bay, and I just at the end I went, I don't know why I'm doing this. <laughs> You're not gonna have like, a quarterback next year. I literally year? I got up and went back to work and was like, what if they stink? Because like the game I was playing to go to was against the Steelers, and I was like, Ooh. if they're bad. They're going to lose that game. Yeah, but if you ho- save your money and wait a year, they're hosting the Giants. Well, that's, well, that's the other thing is I was the, the I wanted to go on uh, Labor Day weekend. Okay. It, no, it's not Labor Day. Whatever the holiday is in October, Columbus Day. Columbus Day, yeah, Columbus, yeah, yeah. But they're in Washington that weekend, so it didn't work. So why not travel down there? Well, yeah. I could do that still, but you don't want I don't to. Want to nobody wants. wants to to nobody wants to go to Washington. But. I mean, it's a four-hour drive, five-hour drive. I'll do it. Like that would actually be cool. But I, the whole thing was to go to see Lambo and be. No. You know, okay, so here's the yeah. real. Here's the real question for you, Vin. Before we get off the air. Okay. All right. So next year, the 2022 season. Yeah. They're hosting the Giants and they're hosting the Cowboys. Uh huh. Hmm. <laughs> so you could financially hopefully it's back to back weeks and then you can just have a week long vacation in Wisconsin. Well, Nobody wants to stay in Green. There's nothing to do more in Green Bay for what are you gonna do in Green go... Bay for a week? Hey, <laughs> nothing. But financially it really more beneficial if I go with to the cowboy game. Yeah, because then your dad pays for it all. He'll pay for something. I'll have to I mean I'll have to pay for a little bit of it, but he'll pay for you know the flight or something. That's the biggest. The biggest problem is the flight because you keep to you fly can't to Green fly Bay. Fly to Green Bay. You got to fly to Milwaukee. No, even of, then, if you if you fly to Green Bay, it's four hundred dollars, and you have to transfer. If you fly to Milwaukee, it's two hundred dollars, and the flights times are shit. If you fly to Chicago, it's a hundred bucks, and you have to drive an extra hour than you would. So Milwaukee. the big blue travel flies into. Somewhere else. If I remember what they did a couple of years ago, it was fly somewhere else and then they bust to the hotel, like right outside Green Bay. The, the, my my the move is I think go to Chicago, rent a car, and but stay in Green Bay instead of staying in Chicago because it's more expensive to stay in Chicago. I'm only doing like a weekend if I do it. I'm not doing like oh yeah. you know. I, well, like we have till next Saturday April morning. to decide which one you're going to anyway. Yeah. Listen, I don't know. When the Cowboys suck and the Packers suck, you'll play some random Thursday night game. Your dad's not going to want to go. Then you'll have to go to the Giant game. I I just, I want them. I don't know. Listen, when Scott Tolson comes back out of retirement to be the the coach, the quarterback next year. I'm still, I still think he's going to play this year. I have confidence in he's being a Packer this year. But wait, doesn't camp open in... Like the 23rd is also, Danny? He just uh, doesn't want to Normally the 27th. Okay. Of, well, July. And they haven't announced... Oh, July. Yeah, July. Um, they haven't announced uh, Hard Knocks yet. I they wonder if they do a Hard Knocks this year. I think well, they, they did. did last year. They did fine. Yeah, but there was no mini camp this year. Well, there was. Yeah, well, there was. Oh, yeah, there was mini camps this year. Um, yeah, didn't they announce a hard knocks? Didn't they? I thought they did announce a hard knocks. No, they haven't. No. If they did one last year, they're going to do one this year. Yeah. I mean, they, 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 have, they made it, it to was that. The, the LA teams. The LA ones, yeah. 
Right, right, right. Okay. Um, they did it in LA when California was like shut down. I mean, I, they pulled it off then. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's just. They only got a few weeks to figure this out. Right. I'm, I'm sure they've already started the team. You got to think. All right, so it says well, here like, on June 20th, an article came out. There were five teams eligible. Right, because there's only they hold the rules and shit now. Cowboys. Cowboys. No. Nope. Giants. Broncos. Nope. Interesting. If you go to Arizona. Yeah, sure. That's interesting. Arizona that might one. be it because you get JJ Watt again. You get yep. Hopkins. You get a really good team there in Arizona. Kyler. DeAndre. Uh, yep, that's it. It's Arizona. Kingsbury. Or you can go to, you know, the Panthers. Didn't they do? Why was Kingsbury on if they didn't do Arizona already? Maybe it was one that they played against one of the teams in Harnas. Maybe. I feel like the I other team that they're saying. Like being focused on. Maybe that was McVeigh and I'm confusing them. I don't know. The article says, I couldn't let this piece go without my plea for an otherwise ineligible team to volunteer as tribute for Hard Knocks, and that's, of course, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Because why would we not want four weeks of Tim Tebow trying out to be a tight end? Nope. <laughs> it well, could it's a, be. Well, it's a, I mean, I if think it's, it's the Giants, you get Kelvin Benjamin doing the same thing. Listen, yeah, I'm, I think I was, I I'm all in on, on the Cardinals. I mean, you get J.J. again because you had the uh, – you and get he the has young to linebackers. Remember the name again, like he did the yeah. first time. I mean, it's not the Giants. I, mean, I don't think the Giants are the organization to do it. We talked about that. The Cowboys did an Amazon Prime show like a year ago. I don't think they're going right. to do something like this. Jerry Jones loves the spotlight. So if they said, "Hey, Jerry, do you want to do Hard Knocks again?" He'll do it in a heartbeat. Weren't they the first team uh, that did it? No, uh, the Ravens one of them. One of them. I think the Ravens the- were. The Ravens were like the original, like, we're going to call this Hard Knocks because it's the Ravens and they just won the Super Bowl. But I think like the first legitimate when they were like, this is going to be a series, might have been the Cowboys. Possibly. Uh, yeah. Baltimore yeah, Ravens 2001, Cowboys years. 2002. Then they waited. 2007 was the Chiefs. Cowboys again in 08. Nine right, was so the Bengals. It would be the third time. No, thank you. The 2010 was the Revis year. Yeah. 2012 was the uh, the uh, Chad Ochocinco getting arrested in Miami. Right, and then getting cut. Yep. The Bengals again in 13. The Falcons 14. Houston was 15. The Rams transitioning to LA was 16. Right, 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 right. right the Bucks right. was 17. The Browns with uh, I think it was Baker's rookie year was 18. Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> the famous clip of him just saying, "Well, shit." <laughs> yeah, and Tyrod Taylor. Right. Who's on it like Poor every Tyrod. year anyway? Where is he playing he this year? That's the team that's got to do it. Nowhere. <laughs> He's not on a team because he got attacked by a needle. Um, the what Bucks seventeen, Cleveland eighteen. The Raiders were nineteen the last year in Oakland, and then the Rams oh, teams I last year. Forgot about that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. They had Kaliando, Kaliando, doing him. Yeah. All right. Now I remember. That was yeah. such a lackluster year, other than that huh. one moment. So, fun fact, Liv Schreiber is the official voice, yeah. narrated yeah, voice of Hard Knocks. But he's he like did the, it for the, the first HBO year. He's HBO sports voice. He did it for yeah, the first year. Yeah, he's basically year. HBO's voice. And he didn't do 2007. Paul Rudd did the Chiefs in 2007. Sure, that makes sense. Paul so, Rudd's, each, yeah. the first two years the were Chief six guy. episodes each. The rest of them ever since have been only five. Right. 
Okay, makes sense. But it should be interesting. Right. I get they got to they should be announcing it soon. Uh, it's yeah, got to be it's, day it's now, within right? the week. It's it's gonna be within the week because training camp starts in three weeks. And you got you got to think. Yeah, it's July first. It's July first. By the time we wake up tomorrow. All right, boys. Yeah, anything so, else? That'll yeah, be enjoy it. enjoy the holiday, and we'll talk to you next week. Talk to you soon. Yeah,